0: Justin. hello hooper why the why the long face <laughs> i don't know
1: i don't know we're, we're we're at a
0: crossroads here yeah uh movies are weird movies can be weird sometimes is that oh we got the flashing red lights oh <gasps> oh flashpoints. Or should, or should we do yellow flashing like it's lightning Oh, I suppose Mm -hmm. we could do any of the, or the blue. We could do the blue lightning. That's in this movie, right? Uh, Oh,
1: yeah. We could do the blue lightning.
0: Yep. Ah, all right. Oh, boy. Okay. (laughs) Can you run real strange?
1: Yes. There's a lot of that in
0: this movie. They don't fix that?
1: There is one point where I, like, I've never, I've never like had much of a problem with it like i, I obviously i think it's weird but it's as whatever. you know
0: i'm incensed by you, it <laughs> you hate
1: it there there's one scene in particular in this movie i audibly laughed in the theater because it's so bad <laughs> it, he's literally almost doing like an airplane like uh, <laughs> oh, it is terrible um but yeah he's like flinging his flinging arms, his arms. like uh,
0: running I don't like understand crazy in that at all
1: i don't either um, do you not have a coach on site, like I mean, on set? That's like you I'm know so, helping him with this.
0: I would appreciate a video essayist on YouTube to to do some work into this. If not, I might have to step in because I need to know yeah. what went behind this choice. I don't know if it's just, I don't know what if It's like a chicken or the egg. Did, does Ezra Miller? Does he have poor form, and they justified it after the fact, or did someone say we need it to look like you're sort of flinging the speed force in front of you to enable the running? But like I don't think they put that much thought into it. You know what it. I mean? Like it, it, I, yeah, that's I the do. only reasonable explanation. It's like there's no way a human being grew up running like that because I think it he, doesn't make ergonomic sense. I think I think Ezra Miller did does run that
1: way, and everybody else, like nobody else thought about it. Like they were just
0: like, okay, fine. Can we pull um, up some like some street camera of of Ezra Miller fleeing the scene of one of <laughs> their various crimes? Crimes.
1: I, I I read something recently. I don't know if this was true, but I read something recently that said Ezra Miller was unaware when he took the role initially that that they'd have to do any actual running. They thought it would all be CG. And I'm Face like, well, <laughs> You're wrong. Oh, um, um, what if it turned out that it was all CG and the and the the animators were
0: making this weird choice? It's just some weird like the character models messed up.
1: Yep. it's just rigged weird. And, yeah, uh.
0: <laughs> to fire that rigging, those rigging people. Yeah, like, um, you're just sitting in there like at the like the screen. You're like, well, this looks terrible. Is this is this is this a joke? Barry's arm is clipping through that building. <laughs> His arm is clipping <laughs> through his other arm. <laughs> uh, Alright, we're um, talking we're talking about the flash, everybody. We're talking about the flash. Oh
1: my god! Flash! Smokey.
0: Hi. I love you! Thank you. Trashing you into Mr. Wayne. No, please don't. Um. I
1: think you're here now, Barry.
0: So you're saying you could travel back in time. But Bruce, I can fix things. I can save people.
1: I can save my mom. I can save your parents. You can also destroy everything.
0: Love you, bud. I love you too. So how was it this week? How- how's school? School was good. This is mad trippy. Dude, this is catastrophic.
1: This world must die.
0: I'm not gonna lose there again. It's not Clark.
1: My name is Kara, and we'll help
0: you. Interesting group. what's some help. He's Batman? You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Oh, this rips! We're in uncharted territory. Batman, what do we do? We try not to die.
1: So, The Flash, obviously, out in theaters now. Um, yeah. This is the last question mark DCEU film and um, obviously stars Ezra Miller as Barry Allen, um, Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne, Batman, um, Sasha Kallier as Supergirl and um, other people and um, and other people. Michael Shannon's back as General Zod. And, uh, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, but you better like Ezra Miller cause you're going to get a lot of Ezra Miller in this movie.
0: Um, well, and we've but, also got, just to mention the writer real quick, we got Christina Hodgson writing the screenplay who we yes. recently praised for, wait a minute. Sorry. I thought for, that said pray which we oh. liked. That's yeah, birds did like of that. birds of prey.
1: Birds of prey we did not like. No. I think didn't she write bumblebee? She wrote bumblebee. Okay, bumblebee was good.
0: Solid, yeah.
1: Bumblebee is solid. Yeah. Um so so the the flash. The flash is th- this is the quick synopsis. Um after the events of whatever the last DCEU film is, uh, <laughs> Barry Allen is working with Bruce Wayne, uh, Batman, Ben Affleck, um, as sort of, um, you know, just a key member of the Justice League and doing little tasks, but feels as if he could be doing more. And um, and meanwhile, his father is uh, having one last sort of trial um, where they're hoping to present new evidence to get him off of um, – his life sentence and um, where he's, you know, he's serving life sentence for the murder of Barry's mother, um, which he did not commit. And Is, uh, What's um, his
0: name back as his dad? Um, no, Billy Crudup
1: uh, does not return as, as oh, Henry man. Allen. Um, he was good. I, li- I like, I like him. I really like Billy Crudup. I do too. Um, but, but this guy does fine. Um you hardly ever see them together. So it's hard to get a feel for their chemistry. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, you know, um, so, so Barry is, you know, trying to f- free his father and one night after, um, being particularly, uh, uh, triggered by uh, the memory of his mother's death, he begins to run, and he runs so fast that he um, breaks the space-time continuum and finds a way to reverse time. Um now the idea occurs to him that he could run back in time to the night of his mother's murder and prevent it from happening. Mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne, Ben Affleck, um, tries to dissuade him of this and says, you know, you don't want to mess with the time stream, but Barry has to do it anyway. And uh, so Barry does. He he finds a way that maybe he can, you know, produce as as small of a little change as possible into the timeline to prevent his mother's death. And so and so he does, but in so doing, it opens himself up into a lot of other problems. Namely, um, he ends up back in time on the night that he received his powers mm-hmm. and um, and meets, while his mother's alive now, he meets his self from that timeline and has to... Um, you know, go on an adventure with his other self. So if you like Mentor one Ezra himself. Miller, right, exactly. If you like one Ezra Miller, let hope you like two. Um, <laughs> um, and um, yeah, so it, it, in the process, they'll meet other multiversal heroes and um, yeah, it's, it's a thing. Um <laughs> I, I did not like this movie. I, I know that a lot of people are saying it's, it's good. It's pretty good, you know, whatever. And obviously there's a lot of things, you know, beforehand Tom Cruise was like, I, you know, he praised the movie and, and Stephen King praised the movie. And, uh, James Gunn says it's one of the best superhero movies ever made. And uh-huh. James Gunn,
0: all- an, an employee of, of DC.
1: Right. Yeah. We, we, we 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 heard all of this over and over and over. Uh-huh. My expectations were still really low and they were they, still not met.
0: They were just trying to flood the news cycle because the only other news regarding this film was Ezra Miller's legal pr- problems. Crimes. Yeah, yep. Crimes. yep. <laughs> the
1: crimes of Grindelwald. I was, be, um, I was
0: trying to be diplomatic, but you're right. Crimes. Crime. <laughs> Assaults. Um,
1: yes. PP um, crimes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, look, um I have I've made no um secret of the fact that I, I don't care for Ezra Miller as Barry Allen. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think that that's a good casting choice. I think in Zack Snyder's Justice League, it worked just about as well as it ever was going to. Mm-hmm. Um but it it it's not my preferred take on this character. Um and it's interesting because I haven't watched the Flash TV series in a long time, um, but I, I I thought that initially about Grant Gustin, mm-hmm. and then really grew to love Grant Gustin, and and I think he's great in the role. But Ezra never displays really any quality of Barry Allen, and I don't know if that's all on Ezra because it's also on the screenplay. Yeah. Um, but th- this is a, uh, basically a completely new hero. This is not Barry Allen. It's Barry Allen in name only. Um, and, and that bothers me. Um, additionally in the opening sequence, we, we see Ben Affleck as Batman. I think Ben Affleck has never been worse as Batman uh, than he is in this film. And again, <laughs> not his fault. This yeah. is the screenplay. The, the, the screenplay, I, I'm Sorry, not gonna Christina. give anything away. I'm not gonna give anything away, but but there there is a moment where Ben Affleck is playing a very not Batman moment. Okay. And and it is not good. Um again, not on him. Ben Affleck's a great actor.
0: Can I also dilute the the writing responsibility real quick? Sure. Um Christina Hodgson has screenplay credit, but there is story by credit by three other writers. Um, yes, John Francis Daly being one of them Jonathan mm-hmm. Goldstein Jonathan Michael Goldstein mm-hmm. um, that's who,
1: Daly's writing partner
0: yeah exactly so yeah they wrote Spider-Man Homecoming together yeah, horrible bosses you know Game Night Dungeons and Dragons so like yep. the point I'm trying to make is not that hey they're bad too I, the point I'm making is this is one of those scripts that has gone through multiple rewrites and so you therefore have to credit a, a whole posse of writers because they've all written uh, enough of a percentage of the script to yeah. to be credited and paid for it um yep. and it sounds like it's obvious even before you reach the credits that this script has passed through many hands
1: yes um it it lacks a very clear vision it it, it it's it's trying really hard to be comedic but also really trying hard to be very emotional and being very cool and very like edgy and and it's trying a lot of things And not really succeeding at much of any of them. I didn't really think any of this was particularly funny. I didn't really think any of this was particularly engaging. Um, A lot has been said about the visual effects in this film. Um, Mm -hmm. The visual effects are among the worst visual effects I've ever seen on the big screen. um, Which is a shame because the film has certainly had enough money and certainly had enough time to make something that looked good. Um, But they you know, didn't Um, since then Do the director has come out and said that that was an intentional choice um, that because we're viewing these, uh, these, these things through Barry's perspective in the speed force, that things would look different Um, without spoiling anything. I can see a couple of moments in the film where that might make sense might, but it does not excuse a lot of the other things. Um, (laughs) The opening sequence is this big show of Barry's speed and
0: it does, it
1: does not look good. Like it does not look good at all. And so I don't understand why the, the sudden like terrible CG in a franchise that like no one's ever talked about the DCEU's visual effects because we have so many other things to talk about. Um, it's like no one ever stopped to say like, well, the visual effects aren't good in justice league because they're, they're always good. Like they've always been fine. So, but then like this shows up and it's like made for TV. Um, it's, it's really bad. Um, And, uh, and you can forgive a certain level of that if the story's really good, but it's not, it's not engaging to me. Uh, again, I've, I've listened to a lot of reviews of people who really like this movie and, and I don't fault them at all, right? Like, Mm -hmm. like they, they can totally like this movie and, and relate to this more than I did. But for me, somebody who. You know, at least I feel like I know the Barry Allen character a little bit. This didn't feel like Barry Allen. This didn't feel like The Flash. This didn't like, wow. It's really easy, I think, to wow me with speedster scenes, like sure. make me feel like, oh, that's really cool. I love it. Yeah. This never had that moment, save for maybe one moment right at the beginning, which was kind of unique and cool. Um, but everything else was just kind of like, eh, okay. The mul- i do don't—I don't want to spoil anything, but there are obviously multiversal well, cameos. A lot should, of that has
0: been, sp- yeah. We should. i We can let's spoil. I want to know stuff, and okay. I think people know that you don't recommend seeing the film, but I, I don't
1: recommend seeing the film for a lot of reasons. I I I think if you're super duper super interested, maybe there's a case where watch it when it comes on Max. But but yeah. as
0: of right now, don't go out and see this movie. Well, there's no we'll, reason to, and we'll speak to why there's definitely no reason to on on Max, um, yeah. As we as we go, I, by the time I release this, this will have been out for a few okay. weeks, yeah. And the, we can we can say now as we record it that the film is a flop. Um yeah. It has not made back um, anywhere close to the money needed to make to be considered a success, yeah. and that is both that might be an intentional and just sort of logical. Um, conclude you know, uh turn of events for this film for many reasons, but yeah, I am curious what you thought of all the multiversal characters. How how are the Batman? How how how's the Michael Keaton stuff? How Supergirl? Yeah. Um, So so we're in spoilers now. So if you haven't seen the film
1: and you do want to, you know, be preserved in some way, yeah, you, you can shut this off and come back to it. But otherwise, um, Michael Keaton. So it's important to note. Michael Keaton is playing Batman here, but he is not playing the same version that he played before. Mm. Um, So this is not a sequel to Batman Returns. This is him playing a yet another Batman in the multiverse. Mm -hmm. There's no indication that anything that that he'd ever interacted with Jack Nicholson's Joker or or, you know, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. There's no indication of that. Um, and and in fact, the the presence of Michael Shannon in in his in Michael Keaton's universe and Sasha Calle in his universe leads me to believe it is not Tim Burton's universe. Period. Right. Um. So um. So yes, that's that's one thing to to note.
0: Um. I did not expect that. I thought we were going into Batman '89's continuity. So 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 the Zod. So Zod is in his universe and in Keaton's It's in Michael Keaton's universe. So why does yes. Zod look the same but Batman doesn't look the same?
1: Multiverse. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: multiverse. Multiverse. Um, and um so the the way the way that this is explained is when ba- when when brute when sorry, when Barry goes back in time and stops his mother's murder, um in this version of time travel, you don't just create a parallel, like branched timeline okay. starting at that at that nexus point where you made that alteration. Instead, like- it's like an entire new timeline appears and they intersect at that moment. So you changing something in you know, 1992. Uh huh. May very well trickle butterfly effect forward and backward, uh, because because it's now a completely new thing. So, but that doesn't. So so that explains why. What the fuck? Like that. That explains why it's not like Barry changes something in time. And now he's just in a new world where Ben Affleck is doing something different. Uh, He's got a new Batman that predates the change he would have made with his mother. Okay. right? Because obviously Michael Keaton's older than the murder of Barry's mother. Um, So it's, it's not a, it's not like a timeline and then a new branch opens. It's a timeline that, 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 (sighs) is completely new with some overlapping moments. Right? In other so, words, we
0: need to justify changing actors.
1: Correct. So okay. some of the, some of the overlapping <laughs> moments would be the, Michael Keaton. Overlapping. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the overlapping yeah, moments would Shannon. be that Barry gets powers in yeah. both worlds. Yeah. Um, so, so he this looks like alternate, himself. Yeah. So alternate <laughs> Barry is in Michael Keaton's universe. Okay. Um, or, or timeline they they say multiverse but really this doesn't feel like the multiverse this feels like alternate timelines yeah um that's a different thing altogether um he's not traveling to different worlds like mm-hmm. you would like even in d c comics like you would expect a different a completely different world this is just a different timeline um that's been altered forwards and backwards um and but but not backwards enough that things are weird, like backwards enough that dinosaurs are still alive or, you know what I mean? Like it's not
0: whatever yeah, we have to standard budget.
1: Yeah. Right. But, um, but yeah. It, so yes. Um Having said that though, Michael Keaton falls back into the role. He does a really great job. He is playing Batman the same way he played Batman. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, n- note, for the future, you, when you watch this, if you watch this, it is not that timeline. It's not yeah. It's not that that world. There's no continuation from Batman Returns. Like, what have you been doing over the last... Right. None of that. It's just, this is a new Batman just who I'm just Batman. happens to look like Michael Keaton. Yeah. Um, and uh, Sasha Callie is uh, Supergirl. Kara Zor-El. Um, they go to find Superman. They want Super... So... The, the, there's a weird retcon here where evidently the day that Barry receives his powers is maybe like a day or two, it's unclear, before Zod attacked Metropolis. And the retcon is, well, that in and of itself, but two, that Barry was in Metropolis during the events of Man of Steel. And tried to save people with his newfound abilities and failed. Okay. Um, so um, so that's why when he goes to the new timeline and meets his younger self and says, "You're gonna get powers tonight he he takes him like you have to sit here. The lightning's gonna come through. it's gonna strike you right here at this time, precisely time this precise time, and you will receive your powers. Done, great, done. And then like a day later, Michael Shannon's like taking over the world. Yeah. Um, and he says, Okay, well, we've got to go find the Justice League. I need to go find Wonder Woman. And they're like, Oh, well, Wonder Woman doesn't exist in this world. Okay. The Amazons don't exist. Okay. Well, what about Aquaman? And he calls like Arthur Curry's dad, Boba Fett, and he's like, <laughs> and he's like, yo.
0: Is your son a uh, fish man?
1: Yeah, he's like I need I need to talk to Arthur, and he's like I don't have. There's no one Ar- Arthur here other than my dog named n- Arthur. I never <laughs> had
0: a son. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> and and there's like some joke where he's like, oh, but isn't your wife like the Queen of Atlantis or whatever? And it like cuts to his wife, and she's just like this, you know, old ugly right like, <laughs> woman, regular and, person, uh, yeah, cat lady, whatever it is. Yeah, and, um, and I'm like, oh, very funny. Uh-huh. Okay, um, and um, and anyway uh so aquaman doesn't exist uh cyborg is not cyborg he's just victor stone they don't show him because
0: oh, i'm not gonna open that man. can of worms like, come on um, and <laughs> come um
1: on. They're, they're not about to open that can of worms oh. i'm surprised they even mention him seriously um and then they're like okay well we have to go find superman and they're like oh yeah um well we don't know where he is you know we we can't find anything in kansas about a you know whatever and so they're uh, yeah. like well let's go find batman so they go find batman it's michael keaton and michael keaton has a back door into nasa okay and so they're able to find out oh a, a ship did land on the day that clark would have landed but it landed in soviet russia and we need to go get supergirl out of prison and so it's supergirl and not superman kal-el's ship was destroyed and her ship lived
0: and so, she, so it, it it's red sun but they basically destroy his ship before he can even emerge
1: correct so so it's her instead but but it's not her in that she's like loyal to the soviets yeah. it's her in that she's been mistreated by them so she gets out and lays waste to everybody okay and and so she um then she's like, well, I'm going to go help Zod or I'm going to go help Zod because he's, he's a Kryptonian and I trust him and I don't trust humans. And then she goes and sees Zod killing people. So she's like, well, actually, yeah, I'm going to go back. And so she goes back he's like, Hey, Barry, I'll help you. Um, Sasha Kali does a great, she does, a, she does a really good job. Okay. Um, and, um, unfortunately she has about six lines in the whole movie and she's mm. really not in it very much. Um, Dang. but, She's, she does a really good job of what she has. That's good. Um, it's it's just not enough. Um, and then, um, as far as the other, like multiversal cameos go eh, toward the end of the film, um, the timelines multiverse is collapsing in and on itself. Um, and, and it's like big orbs of other timelines um you would it, they call them other earths or whatever but they're not they're just they're they're not um and and these other these orbs come in and like i guess barry can see them i don't know maybe the audience can and barry can't i don't know but we look into them and like the first one we see is george reeves as superman and black and white and he's like man uh superman and he doesn't say anything he's just a cg george reeves looking at barry then oh. they cut then they cut to um a CG Adam West looking at Barry. And then they cut to a CG Christopher Reeve, Superman, looking at Barry. Oh. And Henry and and uh and um Helen Slater looking at Barry as a supergirl. And um and they just cut to these people looking at Barry, but they don't do anything. They just stand there and like watch as Barry runs. But they don't say anything and they don't interact with anybody. They don't even leave their orb. They're just like, I guess they can see out of their orb into Barry's timeline. <laughs> they and,
0: think they're just watching TV.
1: Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And and then and then the big, oh. the big cameo that everybody's talking about. Uh, I guess it's Christopher Reeve, but secondly, yeah. it's Nicolas Cage plays Superman finally. And oh, so, okay. <laughs> and so they shot a scene from Kevin Smith's script of like the giant spider and Nicolas Cage fighting him. And then Nicolas, a D aged Nicolas Cage, CG Nicolas Cage turns around because, see, they can actually get him. Everyone else is dead. Uh-huh. But yeah. but they can actually get him. Um, although I take the that they did get Helen Slater. Um, but everybody else is dead. So, so Nicholas Cage like looks out of his orb, but Barry, but doesn't say anything, doesn't interact <laughs> with anybody. He just looks and um, come on, and, and and that's it. And so I'm like, uh, what are we doing? So. It's it's a little bit unfortunate that this came out so close to Across the Spider-Verse, which utilizes the multiverse in a very interesting way, where it's like, T-Rex Spider-Man, this Spider-Man's in Western and he's on a horse. This Spider-Man's literally a car. And like, this Spider-Man's live action Donald Glover. And it's like, interesting things. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, Here's a CG Christopher Reeve. And I'm like, you could have just used a shot of Christopher Reeve from his movie and like, you know, like archival footage. There's a novel idea. It would look real <laughs> because it is real. It was shot really. And not like the CG monster of Christopher Reeve. And um, but regardless, um, it doesn't matter because they don't interact with Barry. They don't in they don't have, they have no. No entanglement with the plot whatsoever, other than they're there and I guess Barry can see them and they can see Barry and that's it. Um and and that's it. Like that there's no, there's there's no reason for it to exist. Um, they could simply have said the timeline is collapsing in on itself, the multiverse is collapsing in on itself. I okay, I get it. You don't have to show me any of it. You know, like I get it. Show me the worlds like starting to move towards one another and phasing with one another. But you don't have to show me who's on the world. I don't need to see that, especially if it's not real. If it's a CG Christopher Reeve, I don't care. Um, uh, now, if you were actually able to get Christopher Reeve back, I want to see it. Sure, because that's a miracle. But you you weren't, so no. I it, it, it's outlandish. It makes no sense. It's stupid. Um, it's frivolous it's eye candy nostalgia bait whatever you want to call it um, but it doesn't do anything for the story Um, the story um, progresses to um, eventually Barry realizes that he has to undo what he did he has to let go of his mother and cause you know essentially cause her murder Um, like he has to not cause it he has to allow it And so, so he does, and that's great. And he's learned his lesson that, you know, you can't tamper with the timeline. Yeah. Great.
0: You need to accept things.
1: Except he gets a wild idea that he could help his father get out of prison. And so he alters the timeline, goes back home, everything's back to normal, Mm -hmm. and his father gets exonerated and everything's great. And you're like, wait, wait. But th- he didn't learn his lesson. Right. The whole lesson yeah. of the movie was you can't tamper with the time stream. You have yeah. to let it go.
0: I accept but- that my mother is dead, but I don't accept that my father is wrongfully incarcerated.
1: Right. The The smart thing to do would be Barry receives some information from seeing the past uh-huh. and goes to the present with that information yep. and, and, and is Proofs able to exonerate his father, yeah. not by cheating altering the timeline like his father still did all that jail time yeah which is still the case but you know what i mean like he he was able to to prove his father's innocence by allowing his father to be seen on a on a security camera um at the time of the murder so he couldn't have been at home because he's visible on a security camera Mm -hmm. and so by allowing that to happen he has altered the timeline and so you think like oh the film's not ever going to address this the movie's almost over. And his father's exonerated. The judge says, you're free to go, sir. And everyone's yay. And Barry comes out of the courthouse and Bruce calls them and is like, Barry, um, you know, we have a situation or whatever it is. I don't know what he's calling him for. And he's like, Bruce, Bruce, I, I, you know, I I changed things, but I changed it back. And, and you know, when am I going to see you? Or something like that. And Bruce is like, I'm driving up now. And Bruce's car comes up and Barry like goes over to the car and the car door opens and, Dag flabbit, it's George Clooney. And mm-hmm. so George Clooney is now Batman in Ezra Miller's universe. Um, and the film ends. <laughs> so there are ramifications to yeah. Barry alter The film acknowledges you shouldn't tamper with the time stream the timeline. Then he does. Then there are more changes. And then the film just ends as if it's over, Mm -hmm. but it isn't because Barry now has to say like, Oh, what else has changed? And then he goes to Google, I suppose, and would find out that like ketchup doesn't exist. And, (laughs) and the color blue is actually purple now. And like things are weird. Like the dodo bird is still running around and it's an apex predator. And like, (laughs) you know what i mean it's like a, things a are huge different
0: problem
1: this is a huge pro- elvis presley never existed and like john lennon never got killed but he is a murderer himself and like yeah,
0: yeah. Kurt cobain was eaten by a dodo bird
1: <laughs> exactly um and and it's just so strange then the movie just ends like but this isn't over you right. know what i mean and like You just undercut your own script, I guess, for a joke, but it's Uh really not a joke. It's a cameo, which isn't a punchline. Yeah, and and it's not even a good cameo. Like it'd be a uh, George Clooney doesn't do anything. He's just like, you're not you're not Bruce Wayne, and then he's like, you sure about that kid or something dumb like that, and then the movie's like, and I would go to credits and everybody leave, and it's like. I don't, I just don't understand the thematic through line of the film. If it's you're supposed to let go, then let him let go. There's a bunch of superfluous characters. The film like grinds to a halt for 15 minutes while they discuss whether or not. Michael J. Fox or Eric Stoltz played in back to the future because in the alternate timeline, it was Eric Stoltz. And he's talking to like all these random characters that I guess we're supposed to know, but I don't know them and I don't care about them. And um, it's just it's just all kinds of confused um, is the best word for it. I can totally see why some people enjoy the film, though. Um, if the humor works for you, the humor works for you. And if, um, you really get a kick out of seeing Michael Keaton, then cool. Um, and, and I guess truth be told, like there's some element of like, oh, that would be a good story buried in there, but it's, it's just not there yet. Like it needed a few more passes and somebody to say, look, it's cool that you want to do these cameos but unless you can find a way to make them in you know actually integrate with the plot there's no there's no reason for them um and it it, it yeah it's just weird like I would have much preferred if Barry messing with the timeline And there, he, you know, the timelines merging in on itself and like Barry's there trying to fight the villain at the end. And like Grant Gustin is beside him and John Wesley ship is beside him and Christopher Reeve and everybody like they're all there and they all start fighting then. Right. Like this giant Justice League of the multiverse. Right. Um, Okay. Like they're all fighting on the same team and they're doing things. But as it is, like most of these cameos, they just look at the camera. And that's all they do. And that's that doesn't that doesn't mean anything to me. Um, but but again, the the big case in point is I have a hard time with Ezra Miller. I have a hard time with Ezra Miller as this character. I have a hard time with the humor. I have a hard time finding the good story that there is buried in here, but it's so far buried. And um, and there's just a lot of really baffling choices that I think maybe worked on paper, but don't work in execution, can't work in execution. And, and the, the two last points that I'll go to in to that regard is one um, there's this uh, opening scene where Barry is, you know, showcasing his abilities. Um, and, and I think this would work in an animated film or in a comic book doesn't work in live action. Um, there's a building that's falling and the top floor of the building is a baby nursery. Um, I guess this is a hospital. So the baby nursery's on the top floor and the building Good starts Lord. to collapse and all the babies fall out of the window and they're just in free fall down <laughs> oh to the God. ground. And so Barry has to run up while they're all like frozen in, in air uh-huh. and like save all the babies. Um, but they're all really bad CG and like oh. um, really bad CG and, and because as he explains, he can't touch something in super speed, it'll kill them. So, which, which I guess scientifically is true. One of those things you just have to let go when you're watching yeah, a flash I, I, movie,
0: yeah. I, 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 the speed forgot, force protects them for
1: God's sake, <laughs> That's all you have to do. That's what they do in the comics. The speed force protected them. Oh, my cool. God. Um, but they don't, so Barry can't touch the babies, so there he does like all these different things to like move the babies, and like one of them that everybody's talking about is he he there's a microwave falling, and he puts a baby in a microwave and moves the microwave through the air and I'm like, I think either somebody thought this was really funny or whatever like maybe this works in a cartoon, but it like an Elmer Fudd cartoon, but it doesn't work here
0: um i what i I don't think I could have fit any of my kids in a microwave.
1: Yeah, that's a fair point. I, I, I don't would you, know. That- would your
0: son have fit in my car? <laughs>
1: You know, it, the thought never crossed my mind. So it's hard to, hard to fathom <laughs> would, that, I that never, sentence.
0: I would never do um, that.
1: <laughs> but, uh, but my microwave is kind of small. Yeah. Maybe this is a really big industrial microwave, but my but kids, are pr- my like,
0: kids were pretty big when they were born.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but he literally puts the baby in the microwave, shuts the door, moves the microwave through, through the air, lines it up and then like catches the microwave. And I'm like,
0: but wouldn't wouldn't you destroy the micro if you destroy the baby with your speed won't you destroy destroy the the microwave microwave? but i'm also like but also if you catch a
1: microwave that's in free fall the even if you're no longer in super speed the jostling of the catch yeah yeah baby's dead you didn't save that baby bro no um and so it's it's just a a series of baffling decisions. And then as if that's not enough, there's also a a therapy dog in free fall as well. And it's this really bad CG dog with like his tongue hanging out and like, you know, great, yeah, it's not good. Um, Uh, So, so that that's one of the, one of the two points, the last point I'll make, this is something I alluded to in a minute ago when we were in the spoiler free section, uh, Bruce does something the very, very un Batman like, which is um, he? Barry's doing all this with the babies, and Bruce, Bruce's Batman, is taking off after the villains. These like no name thugs who've stolen something. It, okay. do, it doesn't matter, and and uh, he's trying to catch them, but he he fails. He's not a very good Batman, and um, and he has to be <laughs> saved himself by Wonder Woman, and so Gal Gadot shows up for oh, a okay. second, and and you get the the very annoying thing, which is every time she shows, shows up, you have to see like one millimeter of her boot before you hear. And I'm like, Oh Lord. Ugh. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> as soon as the electric guitars hit, you're like, it's a Galgano cameo. Stop. Oh Lord. <laughs> Here we go. Um, and I probably just woke up my entire house. um, <laughs> but it's literally and I'm like, Oh no. And so anyway, she, she pulls him up with the lasso of truth. And because the lasso of truth is around Bruce's hand, he's like smiling and like, how are you doing Diana? And he's like Uh in the Batman costume. And he's very much like, I dress up like a bat to avenge the death of my parents because I'm traumatized. And he's like, and this is like, supposed to be really funny
0: he says that
1: yeah yes because apparently now the last of truth doesn't just make you tell the truth it makes you tell the truth when you're when you have no intention of talking if that makes sense as far as i understand the last of truth doesn't make you talk it makes you be honest when you talk but that's not the way it's presented here so like Batman is stuck in the lasso of truth. And he's like, oh, I can't seem to escape from this thing. And so Barry grabs it to try to help. And so Barry grabs it. And the first thing out of his mouth is like, I know that sex is a thing, but I've never had it. And, <laughs> 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 and again, I'm like, I don't think the lasso of truth makes you talk. I think it just makes you be honest when you talk um so for all intents and purposes the thing wrapped around batman's hand batman would still be batman and just be quiet and not be talking but if but if wonder woman asked him a question he would give an honest answer
0: you would think that batman has researched this thing and knows a fair amount about how it works and certainly how to not fall prey to its
1: not this batman because he can't even catch a common criminal (laughs) i mean this isn't this isn't like kill a croc like that's like a physical threat it's not bane
0: it's just a dude he's just like he's he's a fast skill life he's a freak he's a freak (laughs) exactly The it shows up where where, where'd he go it's just beer it's just beer it's fine (laughs)
1: um just beer (laughs) it's just beer Don't, don't worry um and and then one woman just kind of like grabs the lasso, smiles and da, 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 and flies away. Uh-huh. And like that's it. And I'm like that's the extent of Gal Gadot's role in this film. Bye. Good lord. <laughs> and Ben Affleck did that terrible performance and then and then they have to let the joke like linger because then Barry is like, do you think she thought the sex thing was a metaphor because it's a. It, it was clearly a metaphor, Bruce. It, I, it's clearly a metaphor. Uh-huh. And I'm like, stop,
0: stop it. The, punch,
1: <laughs> the punchline's over, and it's not even a good joke. Yeah, but, but then like that. This is all. This is all case in point of the film doesn't understand these characters. Batman that does not sound anything like Batman. That not only the not catching the common criminal, not knowing what the lasso of truth does. None of that like feels like Batman to me. And then they reduce Batman to just a joke. And then the post-credit scene of the film is Barry leaving a bar with uh, with Aquaman, and so Jason Momoa is like drunk, and Barry, of course, I guess can't get drunk because his metabolism is too fast. But like, um, but uh, Arthur's drunk, and and he's like. I just, just go to your house and sleep for the night. I say. And it's, you know, this thing is bad drunk acting. And then um, again, I'm not even going to fall Jason Momoa. It's written this way. Uh-huh. And then, and then um, he falls into a puddle and, and like face first into a puddle. Cause he's so drunk and Barry's like, come on Arthur, my apartment's right here or whatever. And Arthur's like, uh, this is my home. The water is my home. And like, stays face down in the water puddle. <sighs> and that's the that's the post credit scene. And I'm like, this these characters aren't jokes.
0: No, yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: That's the thing. Marvel yeah. say what you will about Marvel's jokes, yeah. but the characters are rarely the joke. Right. The characters are quippy, the characters point out jokey things or like the, find the humor in a situation. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Or somebody gets hit and it's a bit of physical comedy. But the characters themselves are not treated as if they are jokes.
0: Yeah. And
1: in this film, both Batman and Aquaman are treated as if they are a joke. And that, to me, is a tragedy of this film and of the DCEU in general. These characters are not punchlines. Yeah. They they should be treated with respect and they aren't. And... And there you have it. So that's why all that is the reason why I give this one and a half star. I really didn't expect to talk this long about it, but things just kept coming to me about like, I hate this. I hate this too. But, (laughs) but the characters are treated as jokes and the CGI is awful. And the things that are in the film, like the babies should (laughs) exist in animation only. (laughs) And um, where Tara strong is voicing all the babies. That's fine. (laughs) I could, I could totally see that in an animated series, Uh not here. Um, and then, and then like, yeah, it's just, it's just a mess. It's just a mess. So, um, for a movie that's been to put perspective in this, uh, I, I, I read Ezra Miller was cast as Barry Allen the same month that the first episode of the flash CW show aired. Really? yes so so it's taken that long the flash on tv has had nine seasons come and go the entire series come and go before ezra got to play barry in his own
0: film film. um
1: so they certainly had the time to
0: tell the best superhero story ever written Uh uh-huh didn't happen didn't happen I'm perplexed and interested and uh, in all, It's like watching a big train wreck of this whole, of just what's happened to the DCEU and how it's just been ruined by, you know, lack of direction, lack yeah. of vision, uh, lack of consistency. Yep. You know, just DC's, uh, Warner Brothers has been all over the place. Like, you know, a few years back there, like you were they pretty much said like, well, since we have poor continuity and we, we haven't cared about continuity in the past, we're going to like intentionally not have continuity. And yep. then everyone's like, okay, that's dumb. And, and, <laughs> and, and it just hasn't panned out and there they're, people are freaking out. Cause there's like set photos of this new Joker movie. And I'm just like, I don't really care about that. I don't have any interest in seeing, seeing this. Like, because to me, like these sorts of stories, like, I like when they are... Cons- I, I like the Marvel model. I like when they interweave and relate. And I like when their stories themselves are standalone. But I like... I, if we're going to adapt a comic book, it seems like the best way to do that is to have a larger ensemble yeah. that, that that relate because that is most closely mirrors what's fun about the original medium. Yeah. Um, I want to read something here I, I found on Wikipedia about revisions to the film's ending because it contains... Just a little bit of this uh, cluster that happened here Mm. um, here. Okay, so the ending for the film, which features George Clooney reprising his role as an alternate Bruce Wayne due to Barry's actions changed multiple times during post-production due to the constant change of leadership at Warner Brothers in 2020 in 2022. The original ending shot for the film conceived by then heads of DC films, Toby Emmerich and Walter Hamada would have had Keaton's Batman. Did you know any of this?
1: Yes, I think I know where you're
0: going with this. Yeah, it would have had Keaton's Batman as well as Callie's Supergirl continue existing in the new timeline, but erase Cavill and Affleck's roles of Superman and Batman, respectively from the DCEU continuity with plans for a sequel to The Flash before building up to a Crisis on Infinite Earths film in the future, despite the CW already having done its adaptation of the comic in the 2019-2020 uh, which included the DCEU in its continuity because weren't there wasn't Aquaman in that and like, uh, or sorry, weren't there characters from, no, Ezra Miller was in that. Ezra Miller was in yeah. that on the CW, yeah. Right. Uh, this reportedly was to set up a then, the then in development Batgirl film before it was canceled in August of that year as Keaton was set to reprise his role of Batman in that film. Yep. Then after the merger of Warner Media and Discovery Inc. in 2022 and the removal of American Hamada, executives Michael DeLuca and Pamela Abdi took over and decided to keep Cavill within the continuity and reshot the ending. Cavill shot his part for, his, for this ending, along with his cameo for Black Adam in September. Godot was also filmed a scene for this ending. This was intended to drum up interest for the planned Man of Steel sequel and third Wonder Woman film. Before both were canceled in November, James Gunn and Peter Safran became the new heads of now DC studios and planned to completely reboot the franchise under a new name, the DC universe. As a result, Cavill no longer was expected to reprise his role. And the scene was cut while the ending was again, reworked without Callie Keaton and Cavill's characters. And the final ending with Clooney and Miller was shot in January, 2023, which was kept under wraps until the film's premiere in June, Jesus.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's ridiculous. I also heard that um, based on the receipts for this film, mm-hmm. th- how well it did at the at the box office, they were looking to do a Batman Beyond film, and this was revealed by Kevin Smith, who had insider knowledge on and on his podcast. He said the idea was Keaton would do. Now that Batgirl was canceled, mm-hmm. they were going to do Batman Beyond. But obviously as, as I'm, I'll I'll paraphrase Kevin Smith here, but Kevin Smith said, yeah, that ain't happening now.
0: Yeah, no. And, and, and this goes to my point, which is, I don't know that this, I mean, so if if you told me the film is great, it's worth seeing, then I'd be like, okay, cool. Like I'll, I'll check out the movie. But other than the quality of the film itself, there's no utility in seeing this film because it's not going to continue Right. Like what is awkward, and I'm sure anyone who follows this at all realizes this and has realized this f- for years. But if you're going to reboot the franchise, it's uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran are in a weird place where they have to hype up these movies without, without, and at the same time not outward, not give people hope. Like these characters are not going to continue. Like we're we're not going to have Ezra Miller as the Flash again. We're not yep. going to have Arthur Curry played by Jason Momoa. And we've got this Blue Beetle project, but you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Like basically at by the end of 2023, the old DCEU is dead, and we are now looking to the future with you know with James Gunn's Superman film and and not Matt Reeves Batman. Yeah. Or, or, or Matt Reeves' Batman, but not in the universe. And it's just like, y'all need to figure out what you're doing. What are you doing?
1: It, it It's a really hard position to be in. I don't envy James Gunn and the decisions no. he has to make because you're right. He walked into something where he's expected to prop up these films that he had no involvement in. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, he has to then drum up excitement for the films he is involved in. Mm-hmm. But the very nature of that is that you We're almost can't over. do both at the same yeah. time. So I don't envy that position at all. I think from a writing perspective, if I had approached the flash and Aquaman as the last two films of the DCEU, Mm -hmm. I think the way that I would have done that is just said, okay, look, we're going to hold the flash. Mm -hmm. Let's release Aquaman when it's ready. Right. And do the flash last and let whatever last scene we do of the flash be a bookend to this entire DCEU. And it, you know, the flash comes back from the past and you have whatever Batman we want, whatever Superman we want, whatever. But they're all there. They all come together. So we'll, we'll need Cavill and Affleck and whoever all together in one final shot. They're all together. And the idea being they will continue in this universe. We just won't watch this universe anymore. Yep. And and like the camera kind of pulls out and goes to one of those other worlds that mm-hmm. we saw in in that climax and then we don't see anything in it yeah. we just kind of go into that world and boom now everything we, we're about to see is in this new we
0: world. go into the world we're in there's a cornfield in kansas and you can see like what looks like a comet in the sky and then we just cut to black
1: there's like there's superman's you need. And that's,
0: that's it that's all you need yep. you know done yeah you see the little like smallville
1: population whatever sign like welcome to smallville so so,
0: someone should say look up in the sky cut yep that's it done yep and that's all all it would have taken and and it's it was the perfect like if there's ever any of these films that would have been a perfect excuse to say like we're here is a reason that this film can continue to exist but yeah. also feed the reboot and yeah. everyone involved knows that. And it's a big yeah. goodbye and it's yep. a, it's a goodbye that they didn't get, you know, with justice league yep. and, and then boom, like, and that's it. We, yeah, that's it. We, we, that, you, and, and then if you're James Gunn, like, you know, and it could be at the front, like everyone knows like at the beginning of the press, like this movie is going to reboot the franchise. We all know this is coming, but we don't know how or why. Um, and we but, get, we get to see all these characters give a farewell.
1: Exactly. And you get to prop it up, not as like, this is the greatest film ever made. You get to prop it up instead as this is the last film of the DCEU. So Mm -hmm. if you're a fan of this film, please come Come out, this franchise, please come support it. Um, uh, We do think it's a good movie and we Mm -hmm. think it'll satisfy you as, you know, you know. As we move forward into something else, it'll satisfy the fans of what came before. And boom, there you go. Um, That is the thing that should have been done. And if you hold the flash long enough, then you can announce the casting of your new Superman in that film. Exactly. If if you wanted to. And you you, you don't cut to the cornfields and the thing. You cut to the cornfields and Clark coming out of the cornfields. Or like leaping over the cornfields and landing in, in frame or something and be yeah. like, boom, there you go. There's our new Superman cut to boom, three months later, or six months, 12 months, whatever Superman legacy comes out. And now yeah. we're in our new world and boom, off to the races. Yeah. And and that's what should have been done. But unfortunately, I think at that point, it sounds like to me we've already put enough money into this thing. The idea of pouring <laughs> enough money to get Cavill and Affleck and Gatto and, and yep. Momoa and everybody back again. Yep. And obviously not cyborg, but <laughs> we're getting everybody else back. <laughs> then like it, th- that's a huge expense. Yeah. And is it worth it? And I would argue. Yeah. Cause it's yeah. a good look.
0: It's a good, yeah, exactly. It is a good look. But if you're David Zaslav tactic. and you're like, no, I'm, I'm cutting, I'm slashing costs left and right. Yeah. There's no way you're ponying up for all those salaries. We're
1: done with this world. Why are we still propping it up at all? Why, why am I financial- spending money on this? Yeah, exactly.
0: Why should I spend money on something that doesn't make money back? And,
1: and then you just say, because it's good for the fans. Yeah. And then he goes, I don't care. Uh, who?
0: The, who? The fans. <laughs> the what? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Right. (laughs) Oh, oh, our customers. Oh, sorry. You didn't say the right word. Yeah. Customers, our customers. Customers. The only thing Um, that he would understand is if you said, it's good PR, Mr. Zaslav. It's good. It's good PR. Mm
1: -hmm. And and it is. But unfortunately, even had they made that change, the film's still a mess.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Your shit's still weak, buddy.
1: It it just would have ended with less of a sour taste in your mouth. Yeah. It wouldn't have been like, oh, George Clooney, cool. I hated Uh that movie. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Nipples.
1: (laughs) I don't know why, but I'm just thinking about nipples now.
0: (laughs) Exactly. All right. Well, that's a good way to go out as any. Nipples. Yeah, nipples. Nipples. Oh, my nipples. (laughs) I've been thinking about that line so much because I've been running and I've got some Terrible nipple chafing. Oh yeah. Seriously from my, uh, my shirt. because the uh, it, And they're making you hurt. <laughs> Did I mention this? No, 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 no. It's like a you know, especially like I sweat a lot. So like the shirt gets like real heavy and sure. it's just I'm running for like an hour, you know, an hour and a half. And Dustin, I'm, I'm doing some body horror here. I'd be like in the shower and I look down at the washcloth and there's blood on it. Oh my gosh. You, N- nipple it's, blood.
1: It's Andy Bernard, dude. <laughs>
0: exactly and it's just it's unsightly and i'm yeah i'm disturbed
1: well and now our listeners now are all disturbed <laughs> as well good night everybody goodbye go, go, go to bed trying to sleep about thinking about hooper's bloody nipples make sure you tape up those nipples tape up those nips <laughs> Also, what a slap in the face. Ezra Miller comes on CW and they and they don't even let Grant Gustin come into the
0: the big screen. Oh, come yeah. on. Yeah, they, they did it. They did him dirty.
1: I did hear they filmed something. They just cut it.
0: Which is almost even worse. Uh, I, that's the thing. Like, I'm reading that thing about the film's ending. It's like, you shot all this stuff. And it's like, yeah. no, now we're doing this. Come back in and shoot it. Oh, now we're doing this. You're out. Oh, yep. now we're doing this. You're back in. Get in here. No, yep. let's film a new thing. It's just like, yep. God, just for God's sake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. All hey, right, everybody. Good night, everybody. Cheers.
1: Cheers.